You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Hey everyone, I'm Carrie Lipper Gillespie, and this is The Homestand, the official podcast of the Kansas City Royals. Each episode will bring on someone new to connect you in a fun new way to the Kansas City Royals. I'm so excited for our guest today. We are honored, humbled, excited, all the things to welcome Nikki Lopez to the show. Thank you for having me. I we appreciate are this. Excited to have you here. What do you think of our set? This is this is nice. I think uh, I haven't been here since I got drafted, so this is this is pretty cool. Seriously? Yeah, I think uh, we did a tour. Um, I think it was uh, yeah, like the minor league day or whatever it is in September or something like that, and. Uh, yeah, we got a tour and it's kind of changed a little bit. So this is this is really cool. Yeah, we ha- we it's beautiful. It's really great to see all this stuff here. We had to move a couple things out of the way to get this all in here. And everything is like so precious that you're just like, oh, you know, not trying to touch anything too much. No, absolutely. And I think some of the cool parts is, you know, you see Granky and you're still playing with him. And, and Salvi's over Salvi there. Yeah, still playing with him. I see a singer jersey, which is really cool. So to be able to play with uh some of these guys and they're still they're still going and their their stuff is here in the hall of fame building it's pretty cool i know really cool well we're excited to have you here uh to chat some today and to get to know you a little bit more um i want to start out at the beginning um i would love to hear about what you were like as a child growing up in the chicago <laughs> suburbs of naperville illinois tell us about it what was uh nikki like as a kid i was uh i was a sports junkie um Ever since I was a little kid, uh, I was always out in the, you know, whether it's the driveway shooting hoops, um, throwing a football to myself. Um, Wait, throwing a football yeah, to yourself? Yeah, I would throw it really high in the air and run and catch it. <laughs> um, yeah, just, you know, sometimes my, my parents would, I don't know if they still have video of, of that stuff, but they, they would, you know, videotape tape me because I love just going out there and just using my imagination, um, playing and, you know, in the backyard and I would be the hitter. Um, I'd fake like I'm the pitcher then I'd be the hitter and then I would hit it and there'd be a close play at you know second base or home and I would argue with a fake umpire and I'm the umpire did so, you like, have any friends by chance no and I did you know, that's <laughs> the thing is I had a lot of friends but like when I'm not when I wasn't hanging with my friends or when I wasn't hanging with my brothers I was just out in the backyard you know um, just doing doing my thing so that that was very fun but I was fortunate enough to Still am, you know, fortunate enough to have a great family, um, you know, great support system. Um, you know, they when when they didn't want to hang out with me or when they didn't want me to, you know, play sports, I was always dragging them out there to play the play. So, um, you know, my two brothers, Anthony and Bobby, um, very special to me. And then my mom and my dad. So they were they were there and they still are here, uh, you know, through everything. So. What, um, so two brothers, tell us the order. What are you in the order? I'm the youngest. You're the youngest. So I'm the youngest, um, older brother, Bobby, uh, Anthony, the middle, middle brother. And then I'm the, I'm the youngest. So I'm a, I'm a, a baby child too of three. And mm-hmm. so I know what it's like, but for you, what was it like growing up as the youngest? I always wanted to like do whatever they were doing desperately. Like I wanted to fit in so badly and do what they were doing. Yeah. So that, that was the thing is I always wanted to to do what they were doing. Um, you know, there was, there was a age gap. So I was, um, you know, five years younger than Anthony with my middle brother and, um, seven years younger than my oldest brother, but me and my oldest brother connected a lot on, um, you know, video games, music. Um, 
So we were always hanging out late, you know, 2 to 3 a.m., playing video games. And then Anthony, me and Anthony connected on, on sports. Um, he played um, baseball at uh, Illinois Wesleyan University. He actually won the D3 World Series when he was there, yeah, which is really cool. But I always wanted to play sports with them. Um, I always wanted a and that five five year age difference, seven year age difference. Um, competition level is pretty. I mean, we're seeing it now in the big leagues, but it, it's 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 a big gap. But I always wanted to go and you know play tackle football with them. But I was <laughs> I was a small guy, but yeah. I just I always wanted to just compete and have fun and um, you know do what they were doing. Did you feel like that made you better in the long run? Because my I'm similar and my brother is, I have a brother, sister. My brother is seven years older than me. Mm -hmm. My sister's three years older than me, but I like didn't care. I didn't know that I was younger. I didn't care. So I think it made me better at sports because I just wanted to fit in so bad with them that it like propelled me. Do you feel like it propelled you too? Because you, as a kid, you just want to be as good as them. And then you realize when you start to play whatever age it is, you're like, oh, I'm better than everyone else because <laughs> I've been playing at my brother's level. Exactly. And that was, that was the thing. It's like, I, I always, yeah, I, I didn't really understand the age difference. I just wanted to do what they were doing. I just thought it was like the coolest thing and uh, just to be hanging with them and hanging with the older guys and, and doing that. Um, but, you know, I, I took my bumps and bruises, which I think helped me, you know, get over, you know, the hump or get over, you know, uh, competing with people my age. Um, so, you know, the tackle football and the endless amounts of bruises and, you know, playing basketball and, you know, getting, getting dunked on and like, you know, stuff like that. And like the cul-de-sac and then, you know, playing baseball and guys throwing harder and um, faster than I did. But I think it, you know, led me to trying um, new things and trying to uh, compete and trying to get to their level. And I kind of sped, sped up my process for sure. Yeah. Yeah, I totally believe that. And I can definitely relate to how that was when I was growing up. Uh, you know, did you try and play other sports or what other sports did you play as a kid? I feel like when you're athletic, you do everything. You want to, you know, soccer, football, whatever. What other sports were you playing? Yeah, so I was actually fortunate enough. So my dad was a really good 16-inch um, softball player. And in Chicago, that's like a that's a big deal. They're not using gloves. You know, it's, it's a huge deal in Chicago. And he's actually a in the hall of fame, uh, there, which is really cool. So I actually grew up on a baseball field. So ever since I was young, I was like, I want to be a professional baseball player. I want to be a big leaguer. I want to be a big leaguer. And I mean, now I could say I live <laughs> living out my dream, but I also really loved basketball and I really love football. Um, given my stature, uh, football was kind of, and my, my dad was actually, um, a semi-pro football player, he has a letter actually what's hanging up in our in our house, a letter from Mike Dicka from the 85 Bears to come try out, which was really, really cool. And so he easily could have told me, you know, play football, but he was like, you're not playing football. <laughs> so I was like, all right, cool. So uh, I was playing baseball and basketball all the way through high school. And then I think I made the right decision sticking with baseball. Yeah. Did you, so those were your two sports. Did you, it was always going to be baseball for you. There was yeah. never any other like thought in your mind. No, I was always, always baseball. And that was you know, the sport that I was actually probably the best at, um, you know, I, I love playing basketball, but obviously, you know, they, that wasn't going to go far. Yeah. Um, you can kind of see, um, football, I played all the way up until high school. And then my dad's like, I don't want you to get hurt. Yeah. And I was like, you're right. <laughs> so didn't do that. And then baseball was like the only sport where it's like, all right, we, we got something here. And my dad and my mom were, were pushing me baseball. Um, my brother played baseball. My two brothers actually played baseball, but um, 
that was kind of the sport where it's like, hey, we, we might have something here. Just keep keep going. And then fortunate enough to play in college. And then now we're here. So uh, I think I made the right choice. You skipped a lot of steps in there, <laughs> yeah. first of all. Yeah. When did you kind of, you know, you get to the point and you said it. Uh, there's a lot of kids who have the dream as a little boy. I want to be uh, in the NFL. I want to mm-hmm. be in the MLB. There's a lot of kids that have that dream, but the amount of them that it is actually tangible for them is very small. Um, so when do you get to the point where you're like, wow, this is my dream and I could actually like maybe make it happen. Was that a high school thing where you're like, you know, if I put my all into this, I could make it. Or when did you hit that spot? Right. I, th- I think there, there, you know, those little like cartoon books that you, you make or you write on like the dotted line when you're a younger, young kid and people put, you know, dentist or, yeah. uh, police officer or whatever it is. I, I put professional baseball player and, um, I know it's kind of cliche or, you know, you, you hear the stories all the time. Like, Oh, you know, you know how hard it is to get there. You, you shouldn't, you should think about doing something else. Well, I, I was the one, I was the kid to kind of, you know, he, I wrote professional baseball player on the dotted line. Mm-hmm. Um, but you know, obviously it is hard to get to where, where we're at. And, um, it wasn't until, you know, I had aspirations of it, um, but when I went to college, um, I wanted to be, I thought it was really cool to be like a, you go into education. So I, I thought it was gonna be cool to be like a teacher coach. And that was something I went for for about a half a year. And then I was like, oh, well I have to do practicum hours. And I also had to go to uh, practice, um, you know, for Creighton. And so that won't work. So then I went to business school. So I was, I was thinking of all this stuff of what I was going to do after baseball. Mm-hmm. And if you have, you know, aspirations of being a, um, you know, a big leaguer, you shouldn't be thinking about this stuff. But I was thinking about, you know, I have to, what am I going to do after baseball? Cause eventually baseball is going to be done. So I was, went to the business school and then it wasn't until my sophomore year of college when I went and played in the coastal plains league, um, with the Thomasville high times. And I had a really good year. Uh, summer ball there, um, played against Team USA, had a really good game against Team USA. And then that's when I got, you know, a ton of letters from teams. Um, I don't know how many there, there were, but it, that's when I started talking to scouts, started talking, and then it was becoming a reality. I'm like, mm-hmm. wow, this might actually be where, like, where it's, what's supposed to happen. And yeah. then, then luckily, the, you know, the Royals drafted me. And um, I know I'm missing some steps, but. It was uh, it was pretty surreal. So I think I think when that you know that sophomore year of of college kind of yeah. that's when it jump started everything. Tell us why you decided to go to Creighton because um, you know there's a lot of colleges in that Chicago area. I know you're a Chicago guy. You love Chicago, but why did you end up going to Creighton? I know there's recruiting and things involved in that, but were there other options that you looked at? Yeah, there was there was some other options. Um, you know, I was looking at University of Illinois. Um, I was looking at uh, Central Michigan. I was looking at Wake Forest. My dream school was North Carolina. For some reason, UNC? I wanted yeah UNC. I wanted to you know play in the you know Tar Heel blue. Yeah, and, and all well, that. Well, look here you so, are. Yeah, exactly. So now we are now. <laughs> but that was like a big big dream of mine. But um, I had a f- close family friend, Mike Gerber, who who played, uh, at Creighton. So I asked him, I was like, Mike, um, his brother is my best friend. Um, and so I, I was like, Mike, like, do you like Creighton? What do you like about Creighton? So I was kind of asking him and he's like, hey, why don't you come on a visit? So my junior year of high school, I went right before my junior year of high school, I, I went to visit Creighton and I fell in love with it. Um, you know, it's five and a half, six hours away from home. So it's a decent, 
decent drive. Um, but if you want to get there, you can take an hour flight, mm -hmm. which is, which was nice. Um, it was small. It was very like family oriented. Mm -hmm. Um, it was, it was a type of small campus that you see the same people when you walk around campus, which is, which is pretty crazy. But they really love athletics there, you know, really good volleyball, volleyball yeah. really good volleyball yeah. team. Um, my freshman year of college there, Doug McDermott was there. So basketball was crazy. We had the number one soccer team in the nation. So that was, that was fun. Um, but they loved athletics. The, um, you know, obviously playing a TD Ameritrade was, was awesome. Um, and I just fell in love with it. So that trip, you know, Thursday to Sunday, I, I committed on Sunday Yeah, and I just, it gave me a chance to play as a freshman, which ultimately, whether you go to, you know, I, I know people are always talking about go to SEC schools, go to ACC schools. Obviously that'd be, that's nice. Um, but if you don't play, that's the most important. Yeah. Um, so I, I went to a school that was going to, even though I played third base as a freshman, um, they gave me an opportunity to play and I, I ran with it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, was it cool to be in Omaha then in AAA? Yeah. So I full circle, yeah. um, you know, I got drafted by the Royals yeah. and not really knowing cause I was, I grew up, uh, well, I was a Yankee fan, mm -hmm. um, cause of Derek Jeter. And then I was a Cubs fan. Um, so we, we grew up kind of watching those two. But then when I got to Omaha uh, at Creighton, the Royals games were always on. Yeah. So we we're like, okay. like So I was starting to become more of a Royals fan. And then for, come 14 and 15, before I even got drafted in 16, I was watching the Royals yeah. in the World Series. So we were rooting for them, you know at the bars or whatever it was. So we were rooting at for the, the Royals. Yeah, at the library Friday studying. Evening. <laughs> <laughs> studying. Um, but I was rooting for the Royals. And then you know, come 2016, um, I get drafted and I'm like, wow, like if I get to, if I'm fortunate enough to get to AAA, I'm going to be playing, you know, just 30 minutes down the road. Yeah. Um, and then, you know, was it two and a half, three years after I got drafted, I was playing in Omaha and that was, that was a really cool experience. Yeah. I'm, I'm glad it was a short experience, but it was a really cool experience. All right, let's take a quick break here. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. So you mentioned getting drafted by the Royals. What's it? I mean, you know, when you dream of playing in the big leagues, you really have this mentality, I would think, that any team will you will take the opportunity from any team. You are just excited to be there. That is probably your mentality going into it but to get drafted by the Royals a team that you you know kind of that's the team a lot of there's a lot of Royals fans in Omaha and Nebraska and and to, to kind of have that there and to be drafted by them that must have been extra special yeah it was special and I you know I I you know became friends with a lot of people at Creighton that were huge Royals fans so not only was I getting drafted as you know a, a Royal but also I have a, a big following now that comes with it um a lot of Creighton 
professors and a lot of you know people at Creighton were huge Royals fans because it's either you're a Royals fan it seemed like or you're a Cubs fan because yeah. like there's no really closer team there no. um it didn't seem like a lot of people were rooting for the cardinals so that which was a little odd glad to hear it <laughs> <laughs> so yeah so i got drafted by the royals and i was like wow like you know my you know dms and text and uh follows on twitter and all, everything went you know went nuts yeah. and um so it, it kind of made it that much more special when i came back and played um at in omaha because mm -hmm. you know had a lot of people coming to coming to watch watch me play which was which is really special yeah are there any other memorable parts of your minor league you know experience there's so many levels to get there and we've talked about this in other shows before but it's like you dream of being a professional you get drafted you're a professional but there's all these other steps and then you get to the big leagues and you got more to do so is there any other part of your minor league journey that was really memorable or a moment that sticks out to you when you think back on that um i think it was my first um I was in the minor leagues. I think it was my first sp real spring training. Um, it might have been second. It, I wasn't in big league spring training yet. Mm -hmm. I was uh, I was just in the minor league camps, and I get a text saying, hey, come see me on the major league side when you get to the ballpark. So I was like, okay. And so I was, you know, a minor leaguer, not thinking anything of it, just trying to do my thing. And I get there, and they're like, hey, you're going to be starting in the big league game. And th at that point, I was like, you know, nerves, yeah, anxiety. Yeah, I'm like, what, what is going on? So I, I remember it was, we were playing, um, it was either the Padres or Seattle. I know we were in Peoria and it was, it was the coolest experience of, you know, to that day. Like it was, it was so cool mm -hmm. just to be seeing my name in the lineup. Um, you know, being a minor leaguer one day and now you're playing with, you know, major leaguers. So mm -hmm. it was, it was something really special. And I think that kind of sticks out to me. Um, just in my minor league journey. And it, and it kind of prepared me, you know, going into that next season of, Hey, like it's not too, it's not too far. If they're having you already playing in, in some big league games, um, it's not too far. Yeah. That's so cool. I would like to know, tell us where your obsession with dogs started. <laughs> I to shift a little bit. Yeah. Tell us where no, your this obsession is. This is the important <laughs> stuff. <laughs> no. Um, I don't, so I, we're, we're a family, we're a dog family. Yeah. Um, we, we, we don't know cats or no, nothing, nothing other than a dog. So when I was young, we had a Chinese Sharpe named Shelby. That was my first dog I ever, I ever knew. And then um, she had some hip issues. So then we went to another Chinese Sharpe named Kino. And that was the best dog I've ever had. Um, so like I fell in love with this dog. And then now we have Hank. Um, which I think you guys see some of my stuff on, on social media, but Hank the Tank is now. But we, we I just love dogs, love everything about them. I'm hoping to get a couple here soon. But um, I don't know. They just they just don't care if you're having a uh, you know a good day, uh, bad day. I, I always make the reference. They don't they don't care if you went four for four, zero for four. They don't care if you just pitched a complete game shutout or you only pitch one inning. Um, you still got to pick their poop up. Yeah, right. Yeah. <laughs> Literally. Exactly. But no, they don't, they don't care. They, they're still going to love you. They're, that's all, that's all they know is they, they know you and they want to just be, um, you know, have fun with you and stuff like that. So it's just, just an awesome dog. Yeah. Or an awesome animal. A good way to keep you grounded too. I feel like, you know, coming from, like you said, being in college and, and kind of, you know, being a college guy, but then going through this all, becoming a pro, it's, and you even mentioned the numbers on Twitter and stuff like that and the blue check marks and, and that stuff's yeah. great, but 
how do you like stay grounded in all that and know that that stuff's great? What I do on the field is great, but Nikki as a person is like where we need to make sure we're thriving. Yeah. And that, I think that's where a lot of, I, I, I could speak on a lot of athletes. Um, we like where, I mean, we, we like when people try to get to know us other than a baseball player. Um, or basketball player or football player because there's more more to us um obviously we're given a platform and this is our job and we're 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 chosen to play here um you know in the big leagues but you know there's more to it and that's why i'm very active in the community i like to be active in the community i like to uh lend a helping hand whenever it it's just been something i've done since high school um because ultimately like you said it's it, that's the most important thing yeah. um because baseball it's it's not gonna be for long um if you're a basketball player it's not gonna be for long it's what are you gonna do after that and what what are you gonna do as a as a person and to help help another person um so i think that that's most important thing but i know uh a lot of people on obviously social media or the general public think we're just you know baseball players or stuff like that which is which is fine um but I like to show people what I like to do off the field and, you know, what I, what I do using this platform. Yeah. That I have. Who you are outside of that. Yeah. Tell us, what do you like to do off the field? You are a video game guy. I am. What else do you like to do on your off days? Uh, your fiance, Sydney, right? Yes. Yes. What do you guys like to do? How do you spend time together? Because it, it's tough. A lot of people are like, oh, you, you see him all the time, but it's not true. She probably doesn't see, you're gone. Like yeah, you're doing things. So you got to spend time with her when you can. What do you guys like to do? Yeah. So she, um, she actually has a really good job. She works for Alice Medstaff, which is um, a travel nurse recruiter. So she's, she's busy as well, which I really like about that. Um, but you know, when we're away from baseball, um, we try to, you know, stay away, <laughs> away from baseball as much as we can. Yeah. Cause you know, obviously when you're doing something for so long and then you go and go home, you try to just clear your mind. I play a, a lot of video games. Um, I like call of duty, um, some sports games, Madden, um, 2k, um, stuff like that. Uh, but together we like to, you know, obviously go out and have some drinks. Um, we like to go to dinner. Um, I personally, it's weird, but like over the past like two years, I started making soup. <laughs> I, I'm a big a, soup guy. Big soup guy. Huge Do you soup know guy. that it is 95 degrees outside <laughs> I will, right now? I'll order soup uh, in 95 degree weather. Or I'll order soup in 30 degree this, weather. So this man is a nut, you guys. Yeah. So I'm crazy. Um, but no, I I I like that. Um, we cook we cook often in um, off season. Um, occasionally go to dog parks yeah. uh, or dog um barquet you know, yeah barquet stuff like that to go pet some dogs but um other than that though it's it's pretty um pretty chill life tell um, us some about your favorite restaurants you mentioned food going out to eat like barbecue or what is like your kansas city go-to restaurants now that you've been here for a bit um i gotta throw out jack stack because jack stack uh you know me and uh, us and jack stack we have a, a special sponsor um i'm sponsored by jack stack which is really cool they've been awesome um, but I really like prime social, um, the awesome. roof, rooftop, which is really, really, really nice. Um, Graham and Dunn is one of our favorite spots. Yep. Um, I'm saying only majority plaza area cause we were out in the plaza, yeah. um, a lot. Uh, whew, what else we, we do, um, when we, when we do have time, um, we like to go to hot country nights. Yeah. That's, that's always fun. Just that downtown area. Um, is is a blast yeah so we like to do that like the you know up down and then we found this i mean not found but because it's been there but farina 
uh-huh. um it's an italian place that we we really like so we we kind of we try to go there a lot i was gonna ask what your preference of food like you know what i mean on an off day like what is the thing you like i gotta have is it like pasta barbecue like what are you going for off day um i try to eat unhealthy i would believe it yeah. <laughs> yeah i try to eat unhealthy like the other off day that we had um i ordered i think it was like mcdonald's um and it didn't come so i ordered uh popeyes <laughs> so yes. just try to eat unhealthy um that's just me though sydney doesn't really join me in that so <laughs> <laughs> she's over there eating her yeah. salad like yeah, a good girl she's, yeah she's no she's uh she doesn't she doesn't i i usually get popeyes and then i get her like a, a biscuit because yeah <laughs> but other than that um yeah she stays good with her uh what her dietary she's habits. trying to lead by example and <laughs> yeah, you're just right? over there i'm like i'm off. gonna order mcdonald's and you're gonna like it yeah <laughs> i have a question here for the gaming my husband's a gamer too mm-hmm. and sometimes he's like gaming with like at literal like 12 year old boys and i'm like I'm like, what are you doing? You are an adult man. Like you are gaming. Like, have you ever had like a 10 year old, like realize who you are and be like, dude. Well, so that was a thing is my, my gamer tag, um, used to be my, the same as my, <laughs> which was stupid, but same as my Twitter and my, uh, Instagram. So it was easy to figure it out. So yeah, if you're, if you're playing against me or with me, you're like, if they just search that, they'd yeah. be like, well, I'm playing with Nikki Lopez. <laughs> so I, I had to change, I changed it because I realized I was like, I mean, this little kid's yelling at me or <laughs> I'm yelling at this little, this kid, I probably should change it. So I, I changed it to something completely random that I will not disclose. Yeah. Don't disclose yeah. it. We don't want all the little kids in the Kansas city area everywhere coming yeah. for you. Yeah. I don't know what it is about baseball players and in, in gaming. I know quite a few of you guys are yeah. game. I don't know what, like, what is it that makes you guys game? I don't know. Are you I, a golfer too? I feel like I do. baseball I, players are golfers or gamers. I do like golfing. I usually don't really golf, uh, during the season. Yeah. Um, but as far as gaming, it's just, it just takes your mind off of, yeah. off of it. Um, it lets you just relax and just go do something that you don't have to, I mean, you do every single day. Yeah. So, um, that's, that's one of the main reasons why I do it. Um, it clears my mind, but obviously it can get some, it can get toxic at sometimes when, when a kid's yelling at you. <laughs> <laughs> do you ever get really upset? Do they ever say something and you're just like, wow, that actually kind of hurt. Well, yeah, I, I, <laughs> absolutely. And I, I mean, obviously I can't say on air, but like, yeah, sometimes they're just yelling at you. It's like, I, I'm, I'm not trying to suck at this game like i'm trying to i'm trying to win just like you are but i I guess that's life i mean people yell at us all the time on the baseball field and obviously we would we would love to go four for four every single day we're trying to (laughs) hit the ball yeah i'm trying to lay this kill down or whatever you guys call it i don't even know um you are you know because you're a chicago guy you're a bears fan Mm -hmm. um yeah we've had talks about this because i'm i'm wisconsin girl i'm i'm a packers fan do you get to go to many bears games in the off season or what do you spend most of your time doing in the off season um off season I haven't. I haven't gone to a Bears game in in a long time. It really? seems like, yeah. You're um, not missing much. No, yeah. Okay, easy. Because <laughs> <laughs> I have to live with it. Because uh, Sydney is a Packer fan, and her whole family's Packer. I didn't fans. know that. Yeah, so oh they're Packers gosh. fans. So they're Packers fans. You could be so lucky to end up with a woman who's a Packers can't. fan. I don't. I don't like those colors. I don't like anything about it. But um, I went to a Chiefs game last year, which was awesome. Um, I watched Salvi um, bang the drum, which was really cool. So hopefully one day I'll be able to do that. That'd be cool. Uh, that was my first game ever at Arrowhead as well. So I'm looking to go back um, right at the end of this season. Yeah. Also, I mean, to go with off season, I, I, I try to golf. Um, 
You know, we, we don't like cold weather. Me or Sydney don't like cold weather, so oh. that's why we stay in Scottsdale. There you go. So we, we come back a lot to visit um, my parents, uh, her parents. But other than that, we're, we're enjoying the off-season weather. I don't blame you. <laughs> I don't like it either, honestly. Let's pause for a word from our sponsors. It's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. All right, we have some fun, like kind of quick hitting questions here. Cool. All right, so there tends to be a lot of really important parts for a baseball player's career, like a first home run, you know, the cleats, the bat, all that other stuff. Where do you keep all of that stuff? I send I send everything home. Um, really? Yeah, I send everything home, and then hopefully I'll have a house or or condo or something like that. Mom soon, and dad so. get it. Mom and dad get it first; they can enjoy it, and then uh, and then if I get a house, maybe make a little man cave area out of it. Uh, tell us your favorite movie of all time. Uh, probably the other guys. Really? Yeah, which is kind of weird because obviously I don't know how many people had favorite movies as like comedies, but I'm I'm I love comedies. You want to laugh? And which is totally opposite than what Sydney does. Uh, she likes you know the horror, the uh, scary, the stuff like that. So I'm just like I'll stay away from that. I just do the comedy. So I when like you guys laughing. watch those movies, you're the one that's screaming and she's yeah. like sitting there with the popcorn. Or I'm sitting there on my phone, like trying to like not pay attention. Yeah. I love it. If you weren't playing baseball, what do you think you would be doing? You kind of talked about this before that you did some other things. Yeah. Um, but I heard you say before, I don't know when this was, but that you thought about gaining into marketing. Have you ever thought of becoming a part of our creative team uh, maybe. after you're done playing? Maybe there's a way that I could do the creative team while I'm still playing too. So maybe <laughs> let's get on a hybrid, you guys, let's get this working. <laughs> no, but I, um, so I always thought I wanted to be a, a, a teacher coach. Yeah. Um, that's why I did education. Um, due to having to do practicum hours and all yeah. that stuff while I was at college, I wasn't able to do that cause I would have to miss practices and stuff. So I went in the marketing. Um, but I think I would have to stay in the sports. Okay. Um, you know, I always have this conversation. What am I going to do after, hopefully a really long baseball career, mm -hmm. what am I going to do? And I would have to, I, I would go nuts if I didn't stay in the sports. Yeah. Um, You'd be a great coach. Yeah. I don't, yeah, I would like to, but it's, it's, it's like playing again, yeah. you know, it's the scheduling, stuff. scheduling and stuff. So, I mean, if that's something that obviously, obviously that's down the road, mm -hmm. um, but I would have to probably stay in the sports. Yeah. Best hair on the team. Best hair on the team. Oh boy. Who has good hair? Well, I, I mean, Barlow has like the only, I mean, the longest hair, right? I once overheard you ask him if he puts anything on his hair and he said water. Yeah. I was like, that's not good for your hair. <laughs> <laughs> Cause I had long hair. Um, and I, and I was like very into it, but then I would wake up and it would be everywhere. And I'm like, all right, I'm getting sick of this. So yeah. I cut my hair. Hopefully I'll, or maybe I'll grow it back out, but, um, who else has good hair? What about hair? Bob? Right next to you in the locker room with um, his little mohawk thing he's got going on. I do, li I do like it because he owns it. Yeah. And he does own it. Um, 
which is like the mohawk I'm like, mullet. I'm like, Bob, do you ever think you'd like maybe not have the mo- the mullet? And he's like, I don't know. I like it. I'm like, all right, that's good. And I told him he probably would blend in a little more once his girlfriend told me about a story that he got noticed in Chipotle or something. I'm like, dude, mm-hmm. it's your hair, man. Like, <laughs> yeah, exactly. You can't mistake that hair. And I like Sal's hair because he has like the the butt uh, the you know the fade, but then he has like the color on the yeah. top, and then he has the zigzag lines in it. Um, I don't think I could pull that off, but. Maybe I'll try. I don't know. Let's make it happen. Yeah, let's try. <laughs> Maybe we'll Stay try. Stay tuned. <laughs> we'll debut it after yeah. this episode. What has been the most surprising part about being a major league baseball player? Surprising part. Um, other than, I mean, how how crazy this game is, how, fat, how fast it is, how how much it changes, um, the pitchers, stuff like that. That's that's probably the craziest part is the, the talent level is only getting better. Um, it's insane. And, you know, it's, it's one of those things. It's like, cause I, cause I go home and I watch it on TV and I'm like, okay, like I can see where it, I'll, you know, the general public kind of sees, but then, easy. yeah. But yeah. then when you get, when you get in the box or you get out on the field, like, like yesterday, uh, Luis Robert hit a ball to me, 118 miles per hour, which I was like, that almost broke my hand. It was an insane play. First um, of all. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. But yeah, so I, I think that's one of the more surprising things. And also like, how, how good the lifestyle is. Um, you know, we have, we have, we're fortunate enough with good flights, good food, um, and just kind of, you know, playing in the best stadiums in the, in the world, which is really cool. Um, but I, I'd have to think how, how much this game is changing, how, how good people are. Seriously. The talent level is, is pretty remarkable. I would love to hear your take on being one of the elder gentlemen in the locker room nowadays. (laughs) Yeah, it's weird. Um, Cause we went from, you know, there's, I was probably 10th on the list and yeah. now I'm like fifth. For reference, you are 27 years 27 old. 27 years old. I, just, I turned 27 in March. So it's not like I, I was just 26. Um, just the other day, <laughs> I, was I was just 26. 26. Um, so that's one of the things that's like, it's, it's pretty crazy um, that just like that, it, it can change. And obviously the guys that, you know, we traded still to keep in touch with them and, um, but yeah, it's it's crazy how things can change that fast. But it it puts me in a, a good spot. Yeah. I like I like leading. I like being a, a, a leader. I like um, being a voice in the clubhouse. If that if that's what it is. Obviously, we still have Sal. And we have Dozier, um, Michael Taylor, uh, Granky. Um, but to be able to be in that situation where I'm kind of that buffer between you know the old guys. I'm saying old, but Sal, um, and then like the young guys. Um, Sometimes when I, it's, it's intimidating sometimes when you want to go and ask a question, you don't want to go to Sal. Like for yeah. me, it was like, do I want to go and ask Alex Gordon a question when I can ask a, a Hunter Dozier? Yeah. Um, which I, I still, you guys know me, I'm a very talkative guy. I, I like to talk. So I went to, I went to Gordo sometimes, but you know, to be that Dozier, so to speak, to be that guy that's, you know, that buffer in between, uh, a 10 or 13 year veteran, yeah. um, it, it puts me in a good spot. Yeah. And you get to this place too in your career where, and you mentioned it going to that spring training game, you know, being like, Oh my God, I'm in the big league lineup and that's just spring training, right. which is great. But, and you're just trying to like kind of survive. Now you're at this point in your career where it's like those guys, the Bobbies, the MJs, those guys are looking at you and looking at how you go, not just about 
results on the field. Right. But looking at how you go about your business in the clubhouse, how you react when you yeah. don't have a great game, how you react when you have a great game. You right. know, yesterday, it's like yesterday, it's a great game. The next day, maybe not as much. How do you go from there? So you're going from, I'm just trying to survive to being like, I'm a role model now. Yeah. And these guys are looking at me for more than just the numbers, but how I'm contributing uh, in the clubhouse, how I'm carrying myself off the field. Is that special? Is that a good feeling yeah, for you? Yeah, it is special. And it's actually something I, I still need to kind of get used to. Because um, obviously there there are eyes on, on you. Um, you know, people are going to come to you more often. Um, so you kind of have to, like you said, lead by example, but also lead on and off the field. Um, but I've been, you know, people, people ask me questions, get texts all the time. And, you know, I, I like lending that helping hand and that be that voice uh, for them. Um, but it's something that I obviously still have to get used to and still, um, am getting used to. Um, but hopefully I can c continue doing this for, yeah. for a lot of years. Well, we've loved chatting with you today, getting to know you a little bit more, a little bit more, excuse me. Is there anything else you would like, uh, you know, the fans to know about you or anything else you want to plug? You're so involved in so many great aspects in the community. Anything else you want to plug before we head out? Yeah. Um, well, I, obviously Nikki's number ones is a charity I started. Um, I'm very, um, into it. I'm, you know, I went to, uh, basically Nikki's number one is to be a positive role model, uh, to the youth in the Kansas city area. So I work with, uh, the challenger program, the YMCA, YMCA challenger program, um, operation breakthrough, which is the inner, inner city kids. Um, I work with, uh, you know, the special needs kids, um, often. And then I, I also go to the children's hospital, but basically go there. Um, I started this in 19, uh, because of COVID, we'd had to do only Zoom calls and uh, wasn't able to meet with them in person. But now we had a successful day at the K um, where we had the YMCA Challenger program here and basically just be a light to them, um, be a role model, be someone who they can look up to, um, you know, ask questions, whatever that may be, you know, see me on TV and, you know, gives them a little smile on their face. And For sure. um, it means a lot to me too, because it, you know, it lights up my day. Um, but I, I just started that and it's kind of, it's, it's kind of taken off right now. So it's, it's been something very special and something I'm very proud of. So I just want to say, you know, Nikki's number ones. Um, and I just wanted to talk about that. Yeah, for, for sure. Yeah. We are so grateful for everything you do for our organization, but also in our community, like you just said, Nikki's number ones is a good, uh, you know, representation of that. But you are always, whenever we have, a, a, you know, things with the fans, you're one who signs quite often. And so you are just great in the community in all aspects. Thank so thank you so much for all that you do for Kansas City as a whole. Thank you for being here. It. Thank you. Chatting with us. Uh, it was a pleasure to have you and come back again some other time. We'll do. That? We'll do. All right. Thank you thank so you much guys. for tuning in, you guys. It was a pleasure to have you here today. Remember, subscribe because we'll be back with new episodes every homestand. We'll see you again next time.